Hello, and welcome to the Air Cargo World on Air podcast. My name is Chelsea Talkfair, and I'm your host. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Celine Orcad on her consultancy work with Zhengzhou Airport regarding its economic zones development. At the end of October, she and 10 other experts visited the project to advise on its construction and accreditation processes as the airport seeks to boost volumes through attracting carriers, logistics providers, and other business, including fintech and sustainable fuel. Zhengzhou Airport, located in China's central Hunan province, is working to become a Chinese cargo hub with the construction of its Zhengzhou Airport economy zone. The airport, which already hosts flights from international carriers such as CargoLux and Airbridge Cargo, has made several moves over the past year to grow its business with the acquisition of Fifth Freedom Rights and signing of agreements with Hungary's Budapest Airport and the Thai government. Stay tuned now for the episode next. Hello, welcome to the show. We saw that you were doing some work with the Zhengzhou Airport's economy zone, and we wanted to ask you some questions about it. Do you think mm-hmm. you could give us a brief snapshot of what is going on at the area and kind of what is driving developments there? Yeah, sure. Um, so I I started this uh, this work for the ZAZ um, uh, zone, uh, so in Jiangsu, uh, very recently. I've been uh, brought in the uh, in the group of expert advisors by Ram Menon, the former head of uh, Emirates Sky Cargo. So he's part of the, the group of advisors to, uh, to ZAZ. And now we are, we are 11 experts with different uh, set of expertise. Uh, half of us, we are really uh, cargo experts, air cargo experts. But the others are also in the in the hospitality and leisure and investment, foreign investments, etc. So it's a it's a full range of uh, expertise that that has been uh, uh, brought. Uh, so we are the the advisory panel supporting a group that is called Aerotropolis Institute of China, and this Aerotropolis Institute of China (IAC) is like really uh, helping the ZAZ to find out how they what they have to do to uh, develop further. further. So, um, so their current setup. So, you, are you familiar with uh, Zone uh, itself and uh, and their current volumes, etc.? I think you um, already uh, you already wrote an article about them. Yeah, we've touched on it a little bit, but just for listeners, if you could give us a brief snapshot, I mean, about what's driving development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the ZAZ, so it's Zhengzhou Airport Economy Zone, has been established in 2013, and this is really on the, the concept of an aerotropolis. So it's the concept that uh, the professor, the U.S. professor John Casarda, uh, developed uh, Aerotropolis around the construction of a city collated to uh, to an airport and an economic zone that would be developed uh, with the airport. So the, the Zheng Airport Zone uh, has been built around this concept uh, with some uh, areas, very defined areas, where you uh, uh, you have manufacturers like uh, uh, Foxconn, so that's really the home of uh, smartphones. Lots of uh, smartphone manufacturers, not only Foxconn, but lots of other smartphone manufacturers in the same 
Uh, yeah, and very close to uh, to the airport to uh, to ease the, the export and the the, the shipping uh, of those smartphones by air. And in addition to uh, the smartphone zone, they've attracted other industries on perishables, on biopharma, biomedicine, electric vehicles, uh, etc. So they they try to really attract a diverse set of. Uh, industries that would benefit from being very close to an airport and then really uh, conveniently located, uh, an airport that is conveniently located uh, to uh, in within uh, central China, uh, connected to uh, the other uh, Chinese cities efficiently, and also have, have air routes developed. So that's more or less what they uh, they managed to do in six to eight years. And their volumes, both in in cargo uh, tonnage and also in passenger throughput, are really uh, evolving drastically uh, for the past six to eight years. Uh, so since the economic zone has been has been set up, it's a regional uh, hub for cargo lugs, and they are increasing their presence. Lots of uh, international players are now uh, active also in in the zone, and what they were looking for some advice on how to uh, scale up the volumes, to boost the volumes now that the the physical infrastructure is there or already in in, in the plan. So lots of uh, uh, things will be ready uh, in the next few uh, months and years. And now the idea is, okay, now that, that we have this great set of infrastructure, how can we boost the volumes? So that that was mainly the angle of the the work that we've done on site. So we uh, we went the the eleven uh, international experts that are part of this uh, advisory panel. We went on site end of uh, October to uh, visit the infrastructure and some some of the companies and to really uh, see by ourselves uh, how uh, the zone is developing uh, and what are the plans. And then we had uh, long discussions with the ones that are making decisions, doing the investments, the ones in charge of the airport itself, of uh, the planning uh, and development, uh, of the lots of different people in the zone that had specific questions on how they can uh, maximize the use of uh, the infrastructure, boost the volumes, attract talents in the zone and also uh, starts to be really known uh, internationally. So that was the angle of the visit uh, that we did uh, end of uh, October. Okay, wow. Yeah, they've done a lot of things lately. They got Fifth Freedom Rights not too long ago. Yes. And yes, so that yeah, that's very impressive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So then, what does your consultancy role look like within that work? I mean, do you answer specific questions related to kind of a specific field, or do you just broadly help with the volumes? And then within that, I mean, kind of what were the questions that were being asked? I mean, what challenges or goals do they need to work to meet Mm -hmm. or overcome? So... As I said, they had uh, a lot of questions and really around how to boost and how to uh, attract more volumes, more manufacturers uh, to set up in the zone itself and how to attract more airlines flying to and from the airport. 
So that that was mainly the angle. They had lots of uh, very specific questions because of the the diversity of the expertise in the uh, advisory panel. I was not supposed to answer all of of those questions um, are just outside of my knowledge and expertise. But from you know from my side, what was very important and was what I think was valuable to them is my expertise in terms of outreach internationally. So because of my background with IATA and now my role helping Tiaka and my uh, new uh, company that I've set up, I can really help them to identify all the channels they can use to promote their airport and to be known and also to be recognized, something that uh, I've uh, emphasized on, on the need. Now that they build up so many uh, capabilities, they need to get some certification, accreditation, etc. They need to have the, the international uh, quality badges that uh, that are so important for for this industry because it will it will give it will build and give confidence to keepers, to consignees, uh, to uh, forwarders, and to airlines that this is really a high quality and high highly skilled uh, area. So it was it was really uh, one of the angles of my wo- my role within the uh, advisory uh, panel. The other angle is very much linked to uh, sustainability because they um, they are looking and one of the the set of specific questions they were asking is what is the the type of uh, industries and manufacturers they can attract or they should try to attract in the zone. And my recommendation to them was to uh, look at clean tech and try to attract companies that are in the field of clean tech that are doing recycling, that are doing uh, maybe uh, that could produce sustainable alternative fuel for aviation so that maybe CGO airports can can offer sustainable alternative fuel to uh, airlines flying from and to, uh, and to the airport because in my view it would really uh, uh, make a difference and position them as a leader in that specific area, so it would uh, make them very attractive to uh, some big shippers, freight forwarders, airlines, and manufacturers. So I think it's, it's something that they uh, they were interested to uh, to look at. So I'm I hope this is going to materialize uh, in the in the near future, and it's really uh, one of the 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 role that I want to uh, to play with them is to advise them on not just be a good airport, but be a better airport and a different airport to uh, drive their own value proposition and to differentiate themselves compared to the other regional airports. It sounds like they definitely took a comprehensive view at it. Speaking on the broader scope of regional airports, where do you think or where do you see Zhengzhou Airport as being five to ten years to now as compared to the others? And do you think it will play a greater role in logistics networks, or is that, I suppose, to be decided? Well, I uh, I need to be humble here. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I don't know exactly the the trend and the progression uh, of the other regional airports in the same area. So it's for me difficult to uh, to position them uh, compared to the others. Uh, what I'm very impressed with is their commitment to uh, make things happen. 
they really want to uh, make a difference. And the figures and the trend in terms of uh, their volumes since 2012 is very impressive. So if they continue as is and they continue this uh, this uh, increase in terms of volume and if they uh, start to uh, promote themselves within China and outside of China and use all the channels uh, that uh, they can they can use so like the events the the accreditation uh, badges that I mentioned to them be more present in the trade press etc I think they will they will really uh, boost and they, uh, they, they have the potential to be one of the best uh, regional airports in, in China. But frankly, uh, I don't know exactly what the strategy of the others around uh, is yet. So it's difficult for me to, uh, to answer that uh, properly. That's fair. There's a lot going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, then are there any other projects in the Asia-Pacific you're working on that you can share with us? No, not yet. Not yet. That's for, the, okay. for, for the moment, yeah. Yeah, that's the <laughs> key know, word. It's, yeah. it's, quite, <laughs> yeah. it's, quite, uh, it's quite new huh, for me because I've, um, I've just set up uh, my, my company uh, uh, officially a month ago, uh, registered officially a month ago. Uh, so it's still quite new. Uh, uh, so not no uh, other uh, customers yet in uh, Asia Pacific, but I really hope uh, this is going to evolve uh, quickly. Well, it sounds like a big project, and we'll be excited to see the other work you're doing soon. But yes. yeah, thank you for <laughs> taking the time to speak with me. You're welcome. Yeah. For everyone listening at home, be sure to check into our next podcast for more news on the world of air cargo.